So, I was, you know, I, I was telling you we do the um, the trivia on on Mondays, <clears throat> and uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you can see our logo here for work, but that's a big A for mm-hmm. Asheville, um, and a small S for sports and a small C for club, and so our um, trivia name is Sack on Cox because we we are on Cox Avenue, and we think it's very funny. Mm. Um, and it, it got me thinking, um, Jason, we stole Undebeatables not from your trivia name, but from your fantasy name? No, well, it, it was ostensibly, my, it was my fantasy name, but I stole it from uh, my friend Rob, a.k.a. the dude, who would jokingly call things, you know, say, oh, man, those, those guys are Undebeatable. I don't know, just like as a weird because we because we definitely did that together at trivia we, we uh when we were remember we were doing those things like buffalo wild wings downtown trivia nights we we, we called ourselves sure. the undebatables yeah. but that yep. but yeah but it yep. was originally your fantasy name not trivia name okay correct so basically i need to make sack on cox a fantasy basketball name before or fantasy football name before it can turn into a podcast is that is that right <laughs> I think that's the yeah, the order of uh, operation. Uh, yeah. You want to give the name it's due process. Uh, yeah. Harper, what's your uh uh you do trivia. You guys uh, have trivia we're here name? for the beer. Mm. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but what's your trivia name? Are you I, also I, undefeated like Colson? <clears throat> no, we're here for the beer. That's it. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I was I was actually thinking. So maybe 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 we need a an under Googleables rebranding now that like Google is you know now that Chat GPT is the new Google. Mm. Do we need to rebrand on under Googleables? Mm. I don't know how Sack or Cox is going to yeah, make its ha- way into this, but yeah, it might well, be, be right for it. Let's update. ask Chat GPT to brand our sack on cops using the word sack and under somehow and that the, the, what do you call it it's a prefix the prefix under uh under sack yeah i don't really like the idea of under mm. sack though yeah right. i don't know we'll have to work on it the, uh, um, I, you know, under Google's is sort of, you know, it's, it's coming to an end perhaps, or I mean, not coming to an end, but it's, it's, maybe it's hit its, um, weekly peak. We could rebrand. I like this idea. Chat GPT on, I, yeah, I don't, I got nothing. What is the thing? I don't know. Uh, it's GPT four now, right? Or something. Yeah. It also rebranded. A bulls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Undechatable. Mm. Under large language networkable. <laughs> Under LLMer. <laughs> Alright, we'll workshop it. <laughs> Put it in front of some focus groups and we'll have an answer. There are no bad ideas. They're just, just evil chat bots. Bad. <laughs> exactly. 
Yep. All right. Let's do a second sync. Uh, Oh, we're not doing a pod yet? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, just prepare to... uh, It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch Undebeatables goodness. Welcome Pacers fans. You are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. This is episode 641, coming to you from the high school home of Jamison Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland. It's the doctor, Jason Triplett. This show, we're going to catch up on the dumpster fire in Dallas and what it means for the playoff race out west. Plus, we'll have a stat of the week and answer an undergoogleable or two. Or ask ChatGP to do it. ChatGPT to do it. Yeah. Uh, joining me this week are two of our analysts, Coast to Coast, like Butter Toast. First from Asheville, North Carolina. Mick, it's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks and the crappy jingles. It's John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? What is up, Undebeatable? So glad to be with you. Uh, uh, Thursday, uh, I'll be in my new home. So, uh, drink up. Mm. Already ahead of you. (laughs) And from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. What is going on, fellas? Not a lot. Uh, It's going to take a longer drink. Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) I think uh, that was done intentionally. (laughs) Trying to to think of something funny and get a spit take out of it. Yeah, I see. Gotcha. Uh, I want to shout out to to DC. Uh, it's springtime here. The cherry blossoms are in full bloom. It's glorious. Uh, it's uh, nice to be here at this time of year before the muggy heat comes. Okay, before we start the show, just want to remind you folks that you can support us every time you shop at Amazon. It doesn't cost you any extra. Just follow the link in the show notes or go to theundebeatables.com slash Amazon. It's a victimless crime, as Colson says. That's right. All right, boys, we haven't been together for a few weeks and the NBA is just keeps chugging along somehow. I, I, I don't want to They didn't take wanna, a spring break like we did. Oh wait. I don't want to interrupt you. But I always Colson. got a game. I always got That's a game. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like you're doing your best Joey impression, which is just to you know let me interrupt you. We just yep. assumed that was your favorite part of the show. Yep. <laughs> Joey tries to start the show, and then I come up with a stupid game. Uh, so insert boomerang jingle. <laughs> a bango, H.O. baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's the boomerang. Um, fun fact. Uh, against the Hawks, Buddy Healed moved into 29th place on three-pointers of all time in NBA history. 
the way we normally do this is I'm going to have you guys go around the table boomerang style. I'm going to ask you to guess the top 10 three-point players of all, uh, three-point shooters of all time, not percentage-wise, but of, of, of three-pointers made. But here's the wrinkle. Normally, if you miss, you're out. But I'm going to allow you to miss all the way down to 29. Mm. So, um, not sure what that means. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out. All right. We'll find Uh, out quickly. Harper, Harper, uh, name one of the top 10 three point, uh, in the top three point field goals of all time in the NBA. Steph Curry. Steph Curry, number one. Nice work. Uh, Jason. Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller, number four. Nice work. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson, not in the top 10. He's currently number 11, but you're not yeah. out because he's in the top 29. Jason. Uh, let's go with Ray Allen. Ray Allen, correct. Number two, Harper? Uh, that was my next guess. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you know all these guys. Oh, well, sure I do. Um, how about like a... Uh, God, I'm surprised Thompson's not on there. Now I'm really thrown. Uh, I don't know. Alan Houston. Uh, not on even the top 29. So you are technically out. Jason, just need you to <laughs> hit this one up and you got it. Uh, let's go James Harden. James Harden, number three. Nice work. Uh, number five, Kyle Corver. Number six, Damian Lillard. Wait, number let me. Seven. Let's, can, can I try to oh, guess? Okay, yeah, yeah. I... Keep going. Yeah, yeah. All right. Lillard, you said yeah. Stojakovic. Is he in there? Uh, he's in the top 29. He's okay. at uh, he's at 27. 26, sorry, 26. Durant? Durant is also in the top 29. He mm. is 21. And who did you say? Did you say Redick? Corver. Yeah, uh, I did not say Redick, but Corver. he is on the top 29. I said Corver. He was at Corver. Okay. Yeah. I always get those guys mixed up for some reason. Yeah, uh, goofy white guys. Uh, Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis is in the top twenty-nine. That is correct. Uh, he is right above Pager. Can't get in the top ten though. No. It's, it's like think a recency old, bias, right? Old guy. Think of old guys. Well, that's the People thing. Is the old guys. I, that, that became clear to me when Thompson was on there. I was like, these guys off to be old because Thompson has guys. so many. Yeah, old guys. Like think of guys that were in the league for a like, long time. Paul, like Vince Carter. Vince Carter is. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's number seven. Paul okay. Pierce is 12. Nice uh, work. Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford is 10. Well done. Okay, cool. Close enough. Uh, think of somebody else who's still in league, who's been in league a long time. Besides LeBron. No, LeBron is number nine. Oh, oh wow. There you right. go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then God, uh, Jason, the Terry is, Jason Terry is eight. Hmm. Um. The rest of this, uh, Kyle Lowry, Paul George, Jason Kidd, Dirk Paul Nowitzki, Joe Johnson, J.R. Smith, Eric Gordon, uh, Billups, Kobe, Wes Matthews, Carmelo Anthony, and at 28, Dale Ellis, still hanging on. When we were growing up, he was like four. <laughs> yeah. That's freaking crazy. Nice work, team. Uh, but... The way that Buddy Heal is shooting the freaking ball, he is going to move with this list very quickly. Is he hell, still hell of a year? 
leading the league in made threes this year? Uh, last I heard. Made and attempted, I believe is the case. Yeah. All right. Before I was so rudely interrupted by that wildly entertaining game. <laughs> it was fun. I love those things. Um, thanks for putting that together. Uh, apparently, there's a dumpster fire in Dallas that we need to talk about. And who could have seen this coming? I mean, I they signed, they traded for uh, Kyrie Irving, and I thought, smooth sailing. That's just what this guy needs. Yeah. Uh, Harper, can you can you update us on the uh, the sitch? Absolutely, I can. So, at the time that the Dallas Mavericks made this trade, they were fifth in the Western Conference. Since the trade, um, they have gone. Well, actually, they lost again tonight. So I'm going to say they they are now seven and fourteen, six and ten when Kyrie plays. Now, in fairness, both Doncic and Irie or Kyrie Irving have dealt with some some nagging injuries. But no matter how you slice it, going from fifth to eleventh is not what you're looking for after a blockbuster trade. Mm. In this stretch, they have done things like. Blow a 27-point lead against the Lakers, who, mm. frankly, aren't playing very well. There was a hilarious and very Googleable inbound play coming out of a timeout where they just literally defended not the right side of the court. <laughs> and so they just, like, five guys were just standing there. This is the Warriors. They ended up losing this game. They inbound it and just dunk it because <laughs> there's nobody there. <laughs> I've just never seen that in professional basketball. To add insult to injury, it came out recently that Jalen Brunson probably would have re-signed for 55 mil. Mm. New York paid him 104 million, and that contract doesn't look that bad. No, I thought doesn't. it was too much, but he has really stepped up. For $55 million, he's probably the best contract in the NBA. That's correct, yeah. And he was gonna he was gonna sign that one, huh? Yeah, it seems like that's what came out. So, what did they offer him? Forty, something like that? Uh, no, they didn't offer him shit. <laughs> oh, is that the issue? It was part of an extension, right? And so, okay. yeah, they just apparently mm. I don't I don't think they ever got their stuff together to to get the extension together. They just didn't think it was the answer. Mm. Um, so yeah, that didn't work out for them. Um, two nights ago now. They went out and lost to the Charlotte Hornets. Now, that sounds bad. This is a team that's already mathematically in the lottery. But to make it even worse, they're without their best, well, really three players, because Lonzo Ball's out, Terry Rozier was out, and whatever that third guy who plays for them was out too. Like, all of their scoring was not on the floor. And then... Was that... Was that to where uh, Rick Nichols or whatever gets 17 rebounds? Is that- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Nick Richards. It was the other guy's <laughs> name. I can't remember. But then, just to make matters even worse, tonight, this is now Sunday the 26th, two nights later, they go out and shit the bed against these guys again. Mm. The, the Hornets? same Hornets team. You can't lose. Those back, those uh, home and homes or back and backs, it's always split. You can't lose twice. Uh Uh-uh. Nope, not. And, just for extra fun, Luka Doncic can't stop yelling at referees. So now he's got his 16th tech, 
And he's out Monday against the Pacers. Oh, <laughs> nice. So things are going really good in Dallas. They got mm, booed. Right. Oh, and by the way, that Hornets game, that was at their house. They were getting booed by their home crowd. <laughs> 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 this team is miserable. So, you know, be glad you're not a Dallas fan. So yeah, they're just right? free-falling down the standings. From 5th, they're now in 11th. And not and apparently planning on winning anything anytime soon. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, so in, in your mind, is this all uh, Kyrie? Or is it them giving up depth for Kyrie? Or is this, you know, what, 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 what do you attribute this to, Harper? I mean, all of the above. I mean, they traded away whatever little defense they had in Dorian yeah, Finney-Smith. Yeah. yeah, they're two best defensive wings. Yeah. So that wasn't good. Oh, Oubre was the other guy who was out against Charlotte. Sorry. Um, that's definitely a problem. Kyrie, you know, what he says all kinds of things, of course. But he's like, oh, growing pains, chemistry, blah, blah, blah. But then he also told the fans to suck it when they were booing him, kind of. He was like, well, if you guys don't like it, then get better at basketball and get my job, basically. So that's not great. Doncic has hinted that maybe he's got some off-the-court stuff happening. You know, and, and, and whatever. He threw up 30, 10, 34, 10, and 8 in their loss. So, I mean, it's not, not Lucas' fault. This team just isn't very good, and they don't play defense. And Kyrie's not good enough to win without him, clearly. Certainly not with this squad. So, you know, when he's injured, I think they're, you know, 2 and 10 or something, 3 and 10 when Doncic isn't out there. So, I don't know. It's 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 bad. It's mm. bad all around. And, oh, by the way, Jason Kidd's their coach, so that's not good. Oh, now I see why they guarded the wrong basket. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was apparently some ref issues that didn't signal correctly, but come on. If all the other guys are the owner, I, I mean, like, one team on. had it right. I mean, their, their, yeah, story, exactly. their story was that, oh, we thought we were inbounding. Well, right. then they were at the wrong flipping end of the court. Right. doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah, right? Really. And if you're Jason Kidd, call a timeout if it looks like... Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, At least throw a Coke on somebody. Right. All right, so <laughs> this slide now... Yeah, you said it takes them down to 11th spot, which is the outside looking in of the play-in. We haven't talked much about what's going on in the Western Conference this year, so let's just give a quick update as to what the the standings are out there. Right now, Denver is still holding on to the top spot. They've won 50 games. Uh, I don't think they've clinched it yet. No, not quite. They've clinched uh, division. Memphis is uh, nipping at their heels. They've, they've been on quite a run lately. Um, Sacramento. Wait, hold on. Am I reading that? Yes, the Sacramento Kings are in third place <laughs> yeah. in the Western Conference. You got confused real fast, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, Phoenix is behind them in fourth. Uh, so Phoenix, the Clippers, and Golden State Warriors are all within a half a game of one another for four, five, six. Uh, and then you get to the play-in. The Pellies uh, have been on a, a bit of a run lately. They're now uh, thirty. They're 500. The T-Wolves are 500. The Lakers are a game under 500, and the Thunder are two games under 500. Uh, and Dallas is right there at three games under 500. So, uh, and the Jazz, I guess, are still 
still in it in the hunt they're only a game behind the thunder so uh what are you guys thoughts i mean what the last time i checked in uh Jokic was just murdering folks and the, the nuggets were head and shoulders above everybody else uh in the western conference i kind of had them penciled in into the finals does that seem to be the the case or is there are there other things i should be paying attention to well, Durant's Durant's been out, but he's coming back. And oh, they, that's right, Durant. Durant was with the Suns. <laughs> he lives with an ankle. He lives in that's Phoenix right. now. Uh, so they don't necessarily need to be a one seed to be awfully dangerous. Come sure. come time. Yeah, they have. Uh, you know, they have. I think the f- best four man rote of all of these teams. Um, mm, I, I mean, it's got to be the Warriors, right? So many rings. Who's who, uh, yeah, but who's their fourth? Does it matter? Jordan, yeah, no, I'm saying Jordan Poole's been playing like trash. Like hey, Kevin Looney, I guess. I, I, Looney's I don't know. been like, playing pretty good for him. I but... know, but I yeah, but I don't know if you can get four better players uh, in a room uh, than than uh, the Suns in the the West. But the their depth sucks because they traded everybody away for. Kevin Durant, so they don't really have an eight man rote, which or at least a seven man rote, which is what you need for the playoffs. Um, Again, the Kings, Warriors. Yeah, the Kings. <laughs> the Kings are the Kings are playing uh, fantastic basketball. I'm I'm so happy for Sabonis, uh, De'Aaron Fox for that that city that town. They haven't been in the playoffs for it was is it the longest thing in professional sports that they have? They, the yeah, they had the. They broke their own record or snapped their own record for the longest playoff drought in yeah. professional professional uh, sports. sports history. They're, they're definitely going to uh, snap that this season. They're firmly in, in uh, home court advantage, uh, and uh, but they don't play defense. Uh, how far can they get um, in the playoffs without defense? Maybe it doesn't matter if you score 140 every night. Uh, the Grizzlies, I mean. You know, John Morant's going through all this stuff. He got suspended for eight games, and the team just won while he was gone. Jaron Jackson Jr. apparently is just incredible um, and pick, picked up the slack for them. So um, is Job ja back yet, or he's still yeah, out? Yeah, he's back. Oh, he's back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, basically, they did. it was like time served. You know, like when, when the league came up with the eight-game suspension, he'd already been out for like four games with the mm. team. So... Um, or maybe even six, so he only had to miss a couple more. Um, he's apparently been to therapy and feels better, and everything's good. So cool, uh, yeah, awesome. Dylan Brooks is you know still trying to make the Grizzlies the um, the enemies of everyone in the league. He's just starting fights with everybody. So um, you know the Grizzlies seem to have a chip on their shoulder, but it's leading to wins right now. So uh, Clippers, Paul George just hyperextended his knee and they're saying he could be back in a couple weeks but i mean i don't know yeah the warriors can't win on the road timberwolves are getting back carl anthony towns but they've been winning without him so i don't know what that looks like when he comes Mm. back even though he's their best player is zion ever coming back to the pelicans i don't know lebron just got back to the lakers tonight and they lost this is this is this is just a weird ass Western Conference. I don't know what to do with any of these teams. Um, you know, Jason, you started this off by saying that the Nuggets you had penciled them in to win in this thing. 
the moment the Suns traded for Durant, I penciled them in to win it. I've got no idea what's going to happen with any of this. Yeah, well, I mean, it's going to be like a tight playoff race is. A couple of these teams are going to get hot and they're going to make a run. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what's going to happen, right? I just, I, I couldn't tell you which ones it is. I mean, certainly Golden State, if they can get everybody healthy going into the playoffs, are going to be very dangerous. I mean, they just, they've got the pedigree. They have, you know, Steph, Clay, and Draymond. And you know that they can tear stuff up with that, with that, with that trio alone. Uh, you'd like to think that, you know, LeBron and a healthy Anthony Davis could get it together, but it's just, it, it's been a mess all season. It has been a mess all season, but like, they were like 10 games below 500, like most of the year. Like they've, they've actually made a little bit of a, a run here. You know, LeBron got hurt. They made those big trades. They have, you know, it seems like maybe a more competent structure around the AD and LeBron if you know if LeBron can get healthy, maybe this does work. Who's their, uh, who's the Lakers point guard who's been playing really well for him? I thought I thought Russell was a point guard. Yeah, no, they mm-hmm. traded him. Luckily, no, D'Angelo Russell. Oh, D'Angelo Russell. Uh, no, he doesn't play for them either. Uh, yeah, Austin Reeves. Mm-hmm. He's been playing lights out, um, and they really like the Vander this Vanderbilt kid. Um. Oh, D'Angelo Russell's injured. Okay. Hopefully I'm, uh, you know. Um, I don't like it when people get hurt, but I don't think he's necessarily good for this team, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, he certainly seemed to be not helping the T-Wolves out. And, uh... He was not helping the T-Wolves out. I mean, basically <laughs> the T-Wolves will get Mike Mike uh, Conley, and they go on a winning streak, so. um I think they just needed an adult in the room for sure. Yeah. And and a guy that you knows how to play with Gobert. You know, I mean that was that was a brilliant pickup from them for to 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 basically put together a season that was a loss season. I mean, they they trade away their entire future, all their draft picks for this Gobert thing and it was just falling apart. And it seems like Conley's kind of helped them. I'm not saying he's fixed it, but he's I mean, put him on a path, you know. I mean, the problem yeah. with, you know, D'Angelo Russell and Dennis Schroeder. Neither of them are really natural point guards, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, have, having a true point guard on our team certainly makes a difference. And Mike Conley is that. I mean, he's a really good point guard, but he's just rarely healthy. So hopefully yeah, he can keep it together. pretty old for, at this point, yeah. I mean, hopefully he can keep it together for playoff run and they can, you know, make some noise. They looked fantastic last year. Anthony Edwards looked great. Yeah. Right. It's pretty wild in the West, like, you know <laughs> – it like because there's that sort of top tier, I guess record wise, of the Nuggets, Grizzlies, and Kings, <laughs> and then everybody else is <laughs> every time you say Kings, below that it's a bunch of like 500 teams. There's like yeah, they're all 500. 10 500 teams, mm-hmm. but they're all like decently good. Like the, right now, the play in in the Western Conference, like let's say even if Dallas gets in there. It, you know, you'd have the Pellies, the T-Wolves, the Lakers, and the Mavs, right? And if any of those guys get into the playoffs, like, I don't think the Nuggets would want to play. I mean, granted, our uh, Dallas dumpster fire uh, discussion aside, like, facing Luka Doncic in the first round is a scary proposition, yeah. right? Like, and, and facing a 
uh, LeBron James and healthy Anthony Davis in the first round is a scary proposition. And the, the Pellies are a good <laughs> basketball team. And, and if Zion's but, playing, you know, who knows? Ostensibly, the T-Wolves are. Yeah, exactly, right? So, Whereas in the Eastern Conference, the play-in is like soon going to be uh, the, the fading Brooklyn Nets, the uh, mess of the Atlanta Hawks, the up-and-down can't score a basket uh toronto raptors and the hapless chicago bulls so or if the bulls are hapless enough the wizards somehow right <laughs> or the pacers or the, yeah, yeah or the pacers somehow. or the we'll spot you 120 <laughs> race to 20 guys let's go well i mean you know the the nuggets i i, I feel like they just got so far ahead that they were kind of like we're going to kind of disengage for a little while, you know, but they totally, I mean, they, they've they definitely the their ship, doldrums there still, for like a, a week and a half. But. Yeah. But they're, you know, coming out of the all-star break, they didn't look sharp, but they seem to have righted the ship, um, here in, in the last few games, you know, they, they beat the bucks. Um, you know, I mean, I guess also the wizards and the nets, but that's easy. Maybe their schedule just softened up, <laughs> but beating the bucks is always a big deal. So, yeah, and they got a big game. I mean, we're recording on Sunday, but they got a big game against the Sixers tomorrow, right? Yeah, that right that may, that may decide the MVP uh, conversation. It That's looks right. like right now Embiid and and uh, you know uh, the Joker are one and two in the in the conversation, and uh, depends on what side you fall on. If if one of them dominates in this game, maybe it maybe it decides it. They've also got Maybe. a couple games against Phoenix before the end of the season, uh, soonest of which is on Friday at Phoenix on NBA TV. So that might be a might be a pretty good one if both teams are full full roster. Unless nobody's showing each other anything because they're afraid they're going to be a second round matchup or something. Well, I, I mean, it, seating matters. Yeah, I mean, at this point, if you're still playing for seeds, then you're. Yeah. That's true. Well, th- this is actually yeah. my uh, my thought. Uh, I had I, I think I floated this on Slack is that the Cavs and the Knicks are pretty much set in uh, the four five seed right yep. now in the East, and we play uh, the Cavs and the Knicks twice in the rest of the season. And I thought maybe they'd just be resting people, and we could pick off some wins. I mean, Cleveland is two and a half games behind Philly. I don't think it's time to sit down and see what happens. It's, you know, you got to hope that they lose a couple games, but you can't give up yeah. on the three seed. Got to keep playing. Fair enough. Well, more, I guess more on the Knicks then. Well, yeah, the, the Cavs Knicks, game, the Cavs. I mean, the Knicks have two games over Miami, but, you know, you, you think Miami, Miami's currently in the plan. They at the very least have to leapfrog Brooklyn to get out of the plan. So oh, they're so they're playing hard. They're for playing that. hard for at least another week. We'll see. Right, while Brooklyn uh, drops. Well, yeah. Well, well, well presumably basement. Brooklyn drops, but you know, they're, <laughs> they've got forty games under their belt somehow. I'd I'd love for Brooklyn to just be like, screw you guys and like win a playoff round. <laughs> but they're not going to do that against the Sixers. Nope. All right. Well, I can't believe we're this close to the playoffs already. I feel like this season just zoomed by. Because um, you have a baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Having a child really makes things. I guess I haven't paid attention to the NBA. So uh, 
it's a good thing I'm doing a podcast, so I can share this wonderful knowledge with all of you. Joey, stat of the week! Uh, this week our uh, fearless leader Joey is is out, um, but he did send along to me a statistic that he wanted to share, and that the number this week is 11. The story here is, uh, you know how... Um, you know, we're we're in a, a era where environmental consciousness is a a thing, right? We're trying to make the world a better place, and so one of the things uh, that people have proposed to do is to recycle rubber. Right? Rubber is a hard to break down chemical, but you can recycle it. You can use it, you know, to make uh, tracks and soccer fields. I feel like the soccer fields I play on are made of a of old shoes and stuff like that (laughs) uh and so in singapore uh dow chemical you know our you know the the chemical giant they had a program where they said okay donate your shoes and we will in uh collaboration with this uh organization sport singapore i believe uh take your shoes recycle them and uh turn them into new athletic equipment for the children and people of singapore well okay wait wait so dow chemical doesn't make shoes no 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 but they uh recognize their uh contribution to yeah unbreakdownable okay. uh, <laughs> this, this is their chemicals this is their the pollution world. offset i see okay right <laughs> this is their penance I believe they they probably make a bunch of synthetic rubber too. Didn't Dow like? Oh, oh, for sure, yeah. synthetic rubber or something. Yeah. Okay, something similar. Okay. So Reuters uh, <laughs> did a clever thing where they took eleven pairs of shoes and they implanted those little geo trackers in them and said, uh, "I'm going to drop these in a bin because they had these collection bins around Singapore. See what happens to them." And so then they let it go for a few weeks and then they uh turned on the tracker radar and uh and they were all tennis courts uh surprisingly no mm. uh it turns out that they found many of the shoes at um secondhand shoe stores or uh street markets and yeah all 11 of them uh basically ended up there none of them got recycled well okay that's into... not true they're being recycled they're at secondhand shoe stores that's they're being reused generally. oh right different than recycled <laughs> which is different than being recycled uh but you're right there it's not like they went into a landfill which is good uh and so reuters reached out to dow and said uh any comments and they said let me get back to you on that we're gonna do an investigation this is serious to us and so then a few weeks go by and they contact them again and they said, okay, yeah, we looked into this and our partner, Yawk Impex, uh, they dropped the ball on this, right? And uh, so we have cut ties with Yawk Impex. And uh, <laughs> turns out that Yawk In- Impex uh, is a used clothing exporter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the uh, Dow did not explain why they chose to hire Yak Impex for, to do this job for them. 
but now they are uh have hired somebody else i guess at some level so uh yeah anyway we can share the link to the uh the story it's pretty pretty interesting some good uh investigative journalism yeah journalism still matters yep i mean (laughs) i mean maybe yeah it makes it makes spokespeople work a little bit harder yeah at least i i'm concerned about yeah dow's vendor compliance regime right now because they handle a lot more delicate stuff than used shoes that's right yeah yeah yeah. yes they do (laughs) we had the wrong people dealing with this don't Seems worry, like we'll they're... take care of your hazardous chemicals. Just put them in this bin. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then and then three we'll months from now they'll be like, We we trusted the wrong people to get and rid our, of your hazardous material. Our subcontractors, uh polluters LLC will pick them up and <laughs> dump them in a river. We are cutting ties with polluters LLC. <laughs> so thanks for sending that along, Joey. Uh, okay, so we are now at the stage of the game where we do an undegoogable. Oh, we doing un- undegoogables? That was the plan. Super excited. Um, you told us we had to. We said we signed up for it. In the end, it's going to be better and more true than Google can give you. Colson, do you have a yeah an item? Yeah, I got a million of them. How was I not ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> it, it happens every week. I, I wasn't either. Usually, you talk about it at halftime, and I totally forgot. Uh, yeah, there you go. What about uh, just desserts? So, like. If you're, I, I guess my understanding of it is if um, something happens to you uh, because of your own doing, and it's usually a negative thing, you've you've earned your just desserts, or you've, you've it's had your it's your comeuppance. Yeah, it's and like I, your karmic. Uh, uh, yeah, do I guess basically. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm I'm wondering where this phrase comes from and how it makes sense at all because desserts are kind of a good thing, but we see this as kind of negative, and uh, you know, is the I don't know I don't know I'm just throwing this out there. Do you guys have any thoughts? Well, right, and and in this context, it's just just is in the the sense of justice, right? Um, you're getting your justice yeah it's not yeah I, I don't see it it's as, not like, it's not like i don't want meat just i just want dessert i'm just right, having exactly. desserts right yeah yeah, yeah. you're uh the okay. justice desserts i mean in that that was a was a bad marvel movie i think <laughs> is this is this at all related to revenge is a dish best served cold hmm well, you know, we we a long time ago did humble pie, which is also similar in its in its intention. Um, but we learned from that one that um, it had nothing to do with um, being humble. It was a uh, well, it was French for deer innards, and it was a, basically a misunderstanding of noble as humble. Um, so it turned into eating 
a humble pie or just desserts. It's the same idea. Or yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to say worst meal ever is humble pie <laughs> followed by just desserts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a tough, that's a tough night. Oh, I feel like you got a tummy ache after With that an appetizer sure. of crow. You're just oh, yeah. crow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> so well, much there's, food there's, karma. Do we need to add eating crow into this one? Because that's, I don't know. It's just a... Uh, we might, we might have to. We might, we might have a hard time with just desserts. I don't uh, know where to go with this. I'm, I mean, I, well, I'm going to start... I'm going to start at the end and say Shakespeare. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Just because I feel like, you know, feel Shakespearean. And it kind of feels like, yeah, so the dessert comes at the end of the meal. And it's kind of like at the end of the day, at the end of all of the uh, chicanery and whatnot, you are served what you deserve. Mm -hmm. Is kind of the poetic. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. That's what comes at the end of everything. But desserts, I think... Is there a world in which desserts aren't awesome? Like, why is that a negative? In, in Shakespeare's world, where you cut up children and put them in pies and serve them to their parents, sure. Wow, man! But that's like a meat pie. That's not really a dessert, I guess. It's a, it's a savory pie. <laughs> it's got real grim, real fast. I mean, Shakespeare's got some grim stuff, dude. I understand, but like, it's so much child death. So much child death. So much child death. <laughs> um, you got other ideas? You you might have been pondering this uh, more than us, Colson. Do you, do you have a time frame that you've been thinking this comes about? Well, so, you know, um, I understand that desserts kind of always finish a, a, a fancy meal. You, because, like, look, poor people don't have, like, courses, right? You know, you could have a no. sweet you know, but you, that's not a dessert. That's not an after dinner thing. Right. So like, if you got something that was sugary or sweet as a, as a poor person, you wouldn't call it dessert. It would be like a little, you know, something like that. So you sort of have to think about the opulence of, of maybe royalty and whatnot. But I was thinking about it as something that you would, um, maybe like a sugar cream pie is always, I thought about the just dessert, like, you know, like, like a kind of a, yeah, yeah, well, no, I was thinking like a kind of a, a 50s wacky, you get hit in the face with a pie sort of thing. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. Okay. And so that's always in my my connection, even though I'm with Harper that this is probably Shakespeare and it comes out of, you know, courses and many meals and stuff. And then you have your dessert at the end. I always thought of it as a silly pie that you hit in your face. So I mean, I'm I more like right. those are sugar cream pies that people get hit in the face. Yeah, with. they get hit okay. with sugar cream pies. I feel like I it's, think of that I think it's just like whipped cream in a pan. Forties and fifties, right? Yeah, that's what I was. Thought. Well, of course. I mean, yes. I mean, that what are they actually getting hit in the face with? It's whipped cream, but I think the bit is it's a sugar cream pie, or maybe even okay. shaving cream. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, when uh, on last whatever was cheaper at the yeah, store. Yeah, exactly. On people's last shifts at work, we used to we put uh, whipped cream in in um, coffee filters and throw it at them. Hmm. Knowing so that get all knowing that you have to clean it up because they don't work right. there. Yeah, that's exactly. what that's what we did. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of how it went. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that was your just dessert, I suppose. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I I always kind of attributed it to more modern. Um, 
you know, but there's no reason for that. I'm assuming it's Shakespeare's probably right. If it's not Shakespeare, it's some sort of poetic uh, person. I don't know. Yeah, it is a it is a certainly a poetic formulation, right? Right. Uh, okay, uh, let's go with um, who do we not go with very often that that probably is this, not Chaucer. Um, it's Did a, like uh, I mean it could no be. Chaucer's too old English. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. On some level, this could have been brought to you from the Greeks, right? And just passed down through true. the ages. True, true. Oh, what about, like, uh, oh, 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 okay. What about, uh, like, hemlock, right? Or something like that. What if we were, like, poisoning people in their dessert? And that's their just dessert. Hey, that's more Shakespeare, anyway. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I got that out of Roman, but... No, the, the Greeks were into hemlock, too. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jason, you got any idea? Is it a play on words or something? No, I don't. I mean, no. I, okay, it's I mean, it's, it's basically it's kind of a play today. on words, right? Because it's, I mean, it's 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 uh, it's a bitter thing, right? And dessert is generally associated with sweet things. Sweet, Although right. that's what we associate dessert with. Was there a time when it was more customary to have something savory for dessert? I, that I don't know. Yeah, I, I you know, it, it does. You're right. It does suggest. Like it's fitting into an iambic pentameter or something like that. <laughs> it's like it's. Um, mm. All right, well, let's go with a uh, a poet from the sixteenth uh, century. Chat GPT, what can you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> the phrase "just desserts" first appeared in English in the sixteenth century, and it was originally used to refer to both punishments and rewards. Uh, let's see. So the phrase just desserts is actually playing words. And again, this is literally according to chat GPT. Let's find out how good it is. It's playing words of just deserts, which refers to the punishment or reward that someone deserves based upon their action. Deserts in this context is derived from the old French word desservere, which means to deserve. Hmm. Deserts and deserts are homophones, which they're really not. Uh, so I'm saying that it came from uh, a translation of Erasmus's Mm. Uh, the first tome or volume of the paraphrase of Erasmus upon the New Testament by Nicholas Udall. It proceedeth more of their ennui, of their unquietness of mind, than of any fout or just desert in Erasmus. Dude, ennui is like a weird word to be using in a biblical context. Right. I mean, it's spelled E N U I E. Oh, okay. They, they must be related, what... but not. Yeah. Miriam Webster and says it... just desserts uses this relatively uncommon noun form of desert. So, according to Miriam Webster, there's one S in this bad boy. Yeah, that's what I was just reading, too. Yeah. That's weird. Whoa, okay. Time we got to adopting. So let's see. The punishment since had already been used for 700 years by the time we got around to adopting the after dinner word for dessert around 1600. In fact, the use of just desserts predates that of dessert as it came into use in the middle of the 16th century. Okay, dictionary.com. It, yeah, the expression is just desserts with one S, reported in the early 1500s. So we just we just say it wrong. That's what's happening. Yeah. 
that what does that even mean i'm seeing here that the french verb desever uh with only one s means serve well yeah i'm getting that as well uh and then Hmm. has been used in English uh, with one S uh, since the 13th century, meaning things deserved. So just deserves... And now, nowadays is used more or less exclusively in this phrase. It doesn't sound like just deserts, at least according to the internet, is a negative thing. Well, it was originally it could mean good or bad. It could mean reward or punishment. Mm. But it's it just got to be justified. Whatever it's a deserve. justified yeah. result. And I think, you know, from what I was reading earlier, it seemed like in the 18th or 19th century, it sort of got pushed more towards the um, punishment camp. Well, I'm going to start telling people that they're they're getting their just deserts. Yeah, I agree. Uh, just to, yeah, it seems like that's the... Where we're at. Interesting. So I don't know. Did did we learn? I still don't get it. Uh, so the just desserts, I think, goes to the Nicholas Udall translation uh, from Erasmus. And what year was this? And the, and the word dessert, like desever, is borrowed from the French into the English and means you get what you deserve. Kind of thing. So Erasmus but, was like fifteen, early fifteen hundreds. Yeah, and the translation was not long after. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. So early fifteen hundreds. So we're off by a century. We were. Yes, I feel like we were pretty close. In the grand scheme of things, uh, not too terribly far. All right. This is the last thing I got here. Is the, the we. Um. Originates in Latin surveyor with the prefix D meaning zealously. Mm. Um, so the, the late 1200s meaning of an action or quality deserving appropriate recompense. So to deserve zealously um, from the Latin to the French. Yeah. Um, and whether reward or punishment. Um, yeah, and the modern use tends to form to get one's desserts spelled with one S. Um, yeah, okay. So from Latin to French. So it has nothing to do with sugar cream pie. It has it nothing has to do with sugar cream pie. Just we've been mispronouncing. And it's basically to serve uh, to serve zealously, so or either good or bad. Yeah. And, and we've been misthinking it or misspelling it. And I feel like we might have been, we might be owned one against ChatGPT too. <laughs> did, did ChatGPT nail it? It was, cl- it was, it was, it was pretty close. But we were only a hundred years off. I feel like, and it didn't that. give a year at all. So suck it. And, and also, we mentioned the noble, and it was still a French derivation in this one too. So come on. I feel like we were all over this. Thing. We were dancing around it. We were dancing around it, and you know what? What do you come to? Uh, you know, the under Googles for if not just dancing around the truth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
tagline. <laughs> that doesn't, right. that doesn't well, fit comfortably gonna... on a koozie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dancing around the truth. We could do that. Could it's it's got to go all the way around anyway. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we'll, we'll leave you with that for now. Uh, we want to thank you for listening. Uh, by the way, if you want to subscribe to just the under Google bulls and hear us dance around the, er, the truth, you can do that in its own feed. If you want to do that, just yeah, you know, and, and search I, for under Google in your, uh, Google. Yeah. And I, and I, and I want to say, you know, like right now it's not coming out weekly. Um, but some of my favorite shows, um, that I subscribe to don't. And when, when I'm really needing that show and I'm missing it, I just go back to the beginning. We've got, uh, you know, tens of hundreds of these things. So start start <laughs> from the one. What are we What are we on episode like seventy five? We're good. You got yeah, plenty that, of stuff to listen to. Tens of hundreds. We're almost to two hundred. I think. Oh, one seventy five. Okay, we have tens yeah. of tens. Tens of tens. Yeah, tens of tens. Come on, scores and, yeah, even. Just, Start start from the beginning, and then and by the time you catch up, you'll have some new ones. And probably have forgotten if, and episode you... one. <laughs> and have to go back again. And like myself, I remember the wrong answer more often than I remember the right one. So you yeah, gotta absolutely. listen real close to these. I I remember the argument, and mm-hmm, then I, mm-hmm. uh, don't remember where it, where right. it settles. Uh, okay. Anyway, so if you have an undergoogleable you want to send us, you can do that. Uh, on Twitter, we are at Undebeatables. Uh, you can go to facebook.com slash the Undebeatables. You can email us, shout out at the Undebeatables.com. If you prefer to remain super anonymous, you can go to our website, the Undebeatables.com, and use a contact form there. Uh, and while you're there at the website, hop over and buy that last medium t shirt. <laughs> and, uh, then we can print a new batch that's right for the architect donnie walsh and our once and always hall of fame coach bobby Siclini. turn out the lights the party's over mm. sung like a man who's carried a ton and a half of concrete I'm toast. I was just talking to the roommate about my list, uh, my t- my honeydew list tomorrow. So I'm gonna mm. end this early, team. How much concrete do you have to move tomorrow? Uh, no more concrete. That other half ton. No, I just have to move everything in the house over to the new yeah, house. Right. Okay. <laughs> that should feel light. Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs>